Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We will get into Jalen Brunson. Jalen Brunson. I don't even like that, the roll call, that that type of chant for a player, but it fits here. So I'll get into that because I'm all pumped up about that. But we begin. We begin with the Yankees. (laughs) It's so toxic in New York. The fans and media is so brutal. I can't play there. Please get me out. This, of course, in reference to Andy Martino's column on SNY.TV, which is getting a lot of play today, and rightfully so, that more than one Yankee player has told his agent that playing at the stadium last weekend was unusually brutal. Oh, I can't take it. <laughs> I mean, where where have we gone here? What? what? I mean, I, I'm at a loss for words. This is the New York Yankees. I mean, is this my nephew's Little League team? He doesn't really have a Little League team. He plays hockey. But if he did have a Little League team, they'd probably be acting like this. This is your professional baseball player making millions of dollars. You can't handle criticism. You can't handle booze when you get swept away by a superior team. The Yankees were an embarrassment in the series against the Astros, and they're worried about the mistreatment from the fans. Now, I said it after Aaron Judge was booed during the Cleveland series. I thought that was an embarrassment. The fans went a little too far. You can't boo Aaron Judge. He gets, I think he gets a pass for the year. No? I mean, am I wrong on that? He had 62 home runs. He almost won the triple crown. You're going to boo Aaron Judge? That's where you get a little nuts to me. But the rest of them, You fell short again. And the Yankees are funny now. The Yankees have become funny. I told you, they're like the lovable losers. They want all of us to really step back and appreciate the big picture. That they won 99 games and won the division and made the playoffs. Yay, team, go. And in Andy's article, it goes on to say the perception here in New York is different than the perception around baseball in regards to Boone and Cashman. Yeah, maybe the difference is we actually watch them here. We live with it every single day, day in, day out. I can't speak for people around the league, but I know we watch it here. There's a reason why we're saying it's time for a change. I said the same thing last year. It was time for a change with the Yankee organization. And they didn't do anything about it. And what happened this year? Again, they fall flat on their face in the postseason. But, hey, they made the championship series. Hang a banner. I mean, the Yankees, this is bizarro world. The And then the, they're bringing everybody back. So not only Andy writes this column today about the toxicity amongst the New York Yankees and the organization and players. Oh, they don't want to play here. It's too tough. Oh, the pinstripes are heavy. 
You know the reason years ago, many years ago, when the Yankees were actually the dominant team in Major League Baseball, the hated team because they spent big, the evil empire, how'd they earn that nickname? Spending big and winning. Many, many years ago when that was the case, they brought in big free agents. Do you remember that? I know it's hard to imagine. They, You know, multiple big free agents, not one every five years, multiple big free agents. They had a need, best players out there, boom, lock them up. And do you know why those players came to play for the Yankees? Now, do you think that it was because the fans back then were softer? The fans didn't boo? The fans didn't demand as much? Because, I mean, that's what's going to turn people off. I mean, Aaron Judge may not want to be a Yankee anymore because it's so hard to play here. That wasn't in the column, but it was saying that, hey, it, it is difficult to play in New York, and maybe that would persuade Judge's decision in free agency. But the point is, fans were just as harsh back then. Maybe there wasn't social media, sure. But you know what? You can control social media. Don't go on it, you knuckleheads. If you can't take it, get off of it like I did. I don't read the comments anymore. What, you tell me players can't do that? Oh, and by the way, if I didn't need to have social media for work, I wouldn't. If you're on the New York Yankees, you don't need it. I know you want to slide in those DMs, but my goodness, you can keep that to Instagram. There's no negativity on Instagram, or at least not as much as it is on Twitter. Get off Twitter if that's part of it. That's number one. Number two, it was always like that. In New York, it's always like that. Jets, Giants, Knicks, Mets, Yankees, doesn't matter. You play poorly, you don't get the job done, the ultimate goal, you get booed. It's hard here. That's why it's not made for everybody. But the players came here. Why? Why do they ever come here? Hmm. Because it's such a tough place to play. So it wasn't that it was easier to play. It wasn't that the crowd was softer or the media was softer. So what could the reason have been that players would want to play for the Yankees? Oh, yeah. They used to give the most money to the players. That's how the Yankees... Oh, that's how everybody gets players. But the Yankees did it better than everybody. So the idea that it's too hard to play here and it's a turnoff to certain players and guys don't want to be here... Bull crap. I heard the same thing about the Mets for years. Obviously, it's different where the Mets didn't have the money or weren't willing to spend the money to bring in big free agents. But it was, oh, it's a negative, toxic environment. The organization is a joke and blah, 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 blah. Why would he ever want to come play for the Mets? Enter Max Scherzer. Money talks. So I'm not buying the idea that a few players who went and cried to their agents about getting booed are going to run out of New York and nobody else is ever going to sign with the Yankees because it's so hard to play there. Look, you win in New York, you are a legend. You win somewhere else, the majority of places, it's irrelevant. And maybe players like irrelevancy. Good, then get out. If you can't make it here, get out. If you can make it here, you can make it anywhere. It's up to you. Don't blame us. It's up to you. New York, New York. Play it, Frank. Blaming the media. Blaming the fans. Oh, that's rich. The organization lacks accountability. Their players, not everybody individually, but as a whole, lack accountability. The manager doesn't hold players accountable. Nobody holds the GM accountable. The manager doesn't hold players accountable. Well, there's no accountability. So the fan, so the media, the players are trying to hold the fans and media accountable. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's on us. All right. We're the ones who got the Yankees swept away by the Astros. And we're the ones who are in the wrong because we actually want to see the Yankees get back to, you know, this is where it's BS. I am as harsh a critic as anybody. Even I said, you don't have to win the World Series this year. I'll give you a pass. Just get there. And they couldn't even do that. Because they went from being the big, bad, evil empire, pinstripes, 27 championships, ruling everything, to the bronze bombers. 
They are the Bronze Bombers. They've earned that nickname now. Started out a joke, it became reality. It's pathetic what's gone on with the Yankees. Oh, how could you say it's pathetic? They won the division and won 99 games. Or this is the Yankees. How could you say we're pathetic? We won the division and won 99 games. Yeah, you got lucky in doing that because look at the way you played the second half of the year. Clearly, you weren't what you were to start the year. You were more the team in the second half of the season. That's what I saw in the postseason. The reality was that's what you were more like as opposed to the aberration of the first couple of months of the season. That's the problem. You want to rewind it a little bit further? You didn't do anything in the offseason that made fans believe you were going to close the gap with the Astros and actually be better. The only reason why I even thought it was possible the Yankees would get to a World Series because I'm brainwashed because I lived through the 90s where they didn't lose. The reality is I have to get with the times here. They're not the same team. They don't spend big anymore or they don't spend bigger than anybody else. The New York Yankees have the third highest payroll. Where they used to have the first highest payroll or the highest payroll by a lot. Not anymore, they don't. And we as fans are supposed to accept it. What are they going to do to get better this year now? Boone's back, Cashman likely back. So where are they going to upgrade? There's talk about them losing Judge. The Giants apparently will not be outbid. The Dodgers are going to get involved. Imagine the Yankees losing their best player in free agency. If this were the old Yankees, he'd be locked up already. It just continues to get even more embarrassing by the Yankees. Making excuses with the roof open, the wind, the exit velo. No, it's not you guys. You're right. It's not you guys. It's us. It's the wind. It's the bad luck. It's the media. It's the fans. We're too harsh. Look, hang the banner. Call it number 27 and a half. AL East champs. Another league championship appearance. 27 and a half now. Can we count that? Maybe we could count that here. Brian Cashman himself, and this is why I like Cashman. Now, again, I think it's time for a change because they need a new voice, but this is why I like Cashman. He said it himself, whatever we do means nothing without a championship. He knows. He's been here long enough. He knows the deal. Why can't somebody just come out and say the way that Jeter would, it's a failure? I mean, I know Judge said a little bit, but I want to hear it from the hierarchy. And I don't want to hear about players whining about the booze. Again, not every year is equal, but this is now year six of this run, or you know, since 2017. That was a 2017 was a great season for them, even though it fell short of a World Series. That was a great season. This now, many years later, with this same group not being able to get over the hump. It's a failure. There's no other way to put it. Whether you want to take each year individually or a culmination of the years, they have failed by not getting to or winning a World Series. They have failed in the construction of their team. They have failed in the performance, in developing players, whether it's Gleyber Torres, Gary Sanchez, Frazier, and Duhar, you name it. They have failed. Sonny Gray, Michael Pineda, James Paxton. They have failed. They have failed in not trading or not going all in at the trade deadline. Holding on to those prospects. That better pan out. Volpe and Dominguez and Cabrera and Peraza. Well, they better be the next core four. Uh, We don't want to trade everybody for Castillo. We could have him, but you know what? We like uh, Volpe too much, so we'd rather go get Frankie Montas. Well, how'd that work out for you? So it's all about the prospects then, right? So then why isn't Glaber Torres a superstar by now? What happened to Gary Sanchez and the other ones that we mentioned? And then why would I believe that any of the next guys are going to be any good? When you told me that these guys were can't miss. It's one thing after another. But 
bringing Cashman and Boone back is one thing. Not going out there and spending the way that they used to spend to fix the problems is another thing, and that's an issue. But the idea that now it gets out there that players are talking about a toxicity problem where we're the ones to blame because we shouldn't we should be appreciating that the Yankees won a division. That's an even bigger problem than I thought. And the whole organization, we said it yesterday, and it plays true again today, they've become tone deaf. And that's why the Yankee fan is angry. And every time it seems somebody within the Yankee organization makes a decision or opens their mouth, it seems to get the Yankee fans even more angrier. They don't like the manager. They're tired of the general manager. They're not happy with where the payroll is at or the spending is at. The performance in the playoffs is unacceptable. And the Yankees are like, hey, we gave you a division title. What more do you want? The Yankees. The Yankees were the first to say, we here are about the World Series. World Series are bust. Right or wrong, that's the New York Yankees. They built that expectation that they now cannot live up to. Things done changed. And I know this. The Mets will spend, and now the results may not be there, but the Mets will spend and do whatever it takes to win. Under Steve Cohen, that has been proven. They will spend and try to build a winner. They did. They won 100 games this year. And you can say, oh, I'll hang a banner. Yeah, but for them, that's a big deal. Different expectations. I don't know that the Yankees are going to do what it takes to get this team to be a winner. And as a matter of fact, they're so far from the Astros, I don't know how. I don't even think spending is going to be the answer. They need multiple things to happen. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Argue about it. Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. So much negative uh, negativity and toxicity in this town. I mean, I can't imagine why anybody would want to be here. People take it so personally. I mean, we're booing. God, you guys make millions of dollars. You can't handle it? Please. Josh Donaldson, what, what do they want? Some cheers? He thinks he deserves cheers for this season? If Josh Donaldson wanted to be... Everybody needs to be more like John Carl Stanton. If Josh Donaldson wanted to be embraced by the Yankee fans, he should have come out and said, look, I get it. I suck. I would have booed me. I don't know what happened this year. It's an awful year, but mark my words. I'll be back next year, and I'm going to dominate. That's what people want to hear. Then, obviously, you have to go out there and do it. Not, oh, and by the way, I'm using Donaldson as an example. I have no idea who was complaining about it or what agents or whatever, but I'm just using him as an example where he got, I mean, he did get 
pelted with booze. Maybe pelted is not even the right word. It was a little bit stronger than that, but he deserved it. Uh, by the way, root for safeties this season with your friends at Superbook Sports. If you bet with Superbook this football season, they will give you a $50 bonus if a safety is scored on a Sunday from a punter running out of the end zone or the plain old QB sack worth two points. Worth two points. Root for chaos and win money with Superbook this fall. Download the Superbook New Jersey app right now and start rooting for two with Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com for terms and conditions. Gambling problem? Call one 800 Gambler, 877-337-6666. I know we're going to talk a lot of Yankees, and I do want to do that. You know, look, it's going to continue to be a story here, especially when it comes out that Boone's going to be back, when it comes out that the Yankees can't handle the booze. It's so toxic and negative. Where are the Yankees? I miss the Yankees that I grew up hating. I mean, these are like the lovable losing Yankees. Oh, how could you get mad at them? We love them so much. It's okay. Go get them next time. They want a participation trophy. Forget the World Series trophies. The new Yankees like participation trophies. Hang the banner. We participated in the postseason in 2022. Congratulations. Anyway, I was pumped up last night about Jalen Brunson. How could you not be if you're a Knicks fan? Finally! The Knicks have a point guard. Finally! It's been so long, you forget what one looks like. And you forget how much of a difference it can be. Jalen Brunson is a stud. 27 points, 13 assists, 7 boards. Brunson is a stud. Now, the problem is, and I'll tell you, the Knicks' two best players, Jalen Brunson and Mitchell Robinson. Mitchell Robinson is a beast on the boards and a beast defensively. He does his job as well as Brunson does his job. Obviously, they both have different jobs, but they're both excellent players. At what they do. Randall's had a much better start to the season, but he's still going to drive you nuts. And he's still not a great shooter, certainly not from three. And the way he attacks the rim, especially down the stretch, can frustrate you. Fournier's worthless. And R.J. Barrett's a problem because Barrett can't shoot. It's the same thing. They need a closer. They need a closer at the two-guard position. Or whatever, small forward, whatever you want to put him. Whatever you want to label it. But R.J. Barrett, either the Knicks need to get somebody else, like Donovan Mitchell that was supposed to be traded for R.J. Barrett, that type of upgrade there, or have R.J. Barrett develop into that type of player, and I don't know if he can. I think he's got the right attitude. I think he's got the physical tools to do it. I don't think he could shoot. That's the problem. 0 for 5 again from downtown. Barrett's got to become a better shooter. And a guy that can create his own shot and either A, take it to the rim, he could do that, but then B, pull up and be able to knock it down. He doesn't have that. That's not his game. There are limitations to it. But I do think the Knicks look pretty good here. 877-337-6666. Mike is calling from Florida. What's up, Mike? Hey, brother. How you doing? How are you, Mike? I'm doing all right, man. Look, I, I called to talk about the Yankees, but you're talking about everything else. Oh, talk about the Yankees. No, go ahead. I was just, I'm just throwing oh. it out there. I woke up to hear that Boone's coming back. Mm-hmm. I'm disgusted. Bro, it's time to light a match. I I agree. I mean, they're not going to do it, though. We knew that. You knew that was going to be the case. Look, case in point, the New York Giants, they got the same team damn near from last year, and they're 6-1 and one instead of 1-6. and six. And what's the difference? Well, Coach. yeah, but coaching means a lot more in the NFL, obviously. Uh, look, could the Yankees upgrade at managerial spot? Absolutely. But to me, he, Aaron Boone, is not the problem. And and, and I agree to a point. But the shakeup is the point. You got it. You got Bro, I, well, they got to do something. Of, they got to do something. I've talked, I've talked to a couple of hosts. And with Cashman, I've used the word stale. He's stale. Bro, he's day-old bread. Right, but you're talking about Cashman or Boone now? Because I agree with Cashman. Cashman. Right, okay. If they change Brian Cashman, that to me would be the move. If If they got rid of Boone and kept Cashman, that does nothing for me. If they got rid of Cashman... And whatever new GM came in and wanted to keep Aaron Boone, I, I mean, I wouldn't recommend it. I wouldn't expect it. But to me, the bigger move is changing general manager. That's what the Yankees need to change. I agree a million percent. 
I agree a million percent. He's he's got to go. Listen, he's holding on to the job like a pope. He he's just he it, it, enough's enough. You know, and I he, wonder. You you do wonder is. I mean, we always look at it from the one aspect of the Yankees and, you know, do they want Cashman back or not? What if Cashman's like, you know what, I've had it with the negativity and toxicity around here. I can't take it either. And maybe he he walks away. I don't think that that's going to happen, of course. But you always look at it from the one side. Now, look, Cashman wants to be a lifelong Yankee, I'm sure. Uh, he's too young to retire. But, yeah, I mean, he he can probably get a job anywhere else. Yeah, but this is his home, of course, and he you know loves the Yankees, whatever it may be. But you you do wonder that. I, I, look, I fully expect him to be back, but you do wonder if at some point he would have enough of it. When when he when he says enough's enough. No, I'm with you, bro. And and I'll tell you what, man, it, it's 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 at the point where enough's enough. I mean, this is going on damn near thirty years. Because it does happen with people, whether it's managers or whatever, where they're like, hey, I've been in one spot too long. I think maybe it's time. And his contract is up. I mean, at least that I know of. I don't know if they extended him without making it public at some point during that. I'm not sure. To my knowledge, Brian Cashman does not have a current contract. Is it, oh, he's done. Well, he's. I think his contract expired at the end of the year. That is to my knowledge. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, like Boone's Gio's last year. Geo has been talking about it in the morning. You know, for for every. For every five moves that he's made that have been great, you know, the Gio, Gio Urshela pulling him off the scrap heap, pulling other guys off the scrap heap and, and having them produce. Yeah, Luke Voigt, Matt five, Carpenter, right. Yeah, for every five, you can say he did a hell of a job. He can give you five where he messed the bed. Right, and the problem is it's just been so – see, it's not just the move specifically, Mike, and thank you for the call, because – you're right, or Gio, whoever's making the point in this case, is right. You can have every general manager is going to have hits and misses, every one of them. And Brian Cashman has been here so long, it's impossible to keep track. But he's done some things brilliantly. The way he turned Gio Urshela, you mentioned Luke, Vo- or you mentioned Gio Urshela, I'll mention Luke Void or Matt Carpenter, the, uh, Jose Trevino, the first half that he's had. The Yankees have been able somehow to find players off the scrap heap and turn them into contributors here and guys that really don't become contributors elsewhere. And I always thought that that was a great credit to Cashman and the Yankee culture. But that does not absolve the moves that have prevented this franchise from getting back to the World Series since 2009, for the first time since 2009. As simple as... Glaber Torres moving a short. As simple as, now I don't know if this is Cashman or ownership or both, as simple as not going out and getting a top free agent and thinking IKF could be a shortstop. And then watching them, you ha- I mean, they're going too analytical because if you watch them, there's no way you could think he's a shortstop. There were plenty of moves that were made that led us to this point. And I'll always say this, and I've continued to say it, whether it's last year, whatever, two years ago, it's not Brian Cashman based on his specific moves. That's not why I'm saying don't bring Cashman back. It's that, A, he's been here forever. B, His way has not been working in the playoffs for whatever reason. And C, I think it's just time for a change. The same way that he told Joe Girardi after Game 7 of the ALCS with the team that overachieved. After he said, you know what, it's just time for a change. That's how I feel about Brian Cashman at this particular point. DJ's calling from Eatontown, New Jersey. What's up, DJ? Hey, Sal. Um, I'll be quick. I think the Yankees just got to change their, their mission statement, man. Because uh, if they're bringing Aaron Boone back, if they're going to bring uh, Brian Cashman back, well, the, the, the mission statement isn't to win the World Series then. Uh, the mission statement is to make the playoffs as many times as you can, make as much money as you can through TV, with suckers like me going to Yankee Stadium. I feel like an idiot supporting this team sometimes. Like, don't get embarrassed by, by uh, the Astros. And, and, like, don't tell the fans it's a crapshoot that uh, 
we're we're missing out on the world on the World Series or we're losing the playoffs every other year or, because the Astros have gone six straight ALCSs. They've been in three three World Series, four World Series. It's a joke that this team, the Yankees, won't invest. Like I know you said it. Yeah, third highest payroll. Uh, the team with the highest payroll signed the best free agent last year when they went out and got Freddie Freeman, and they won 111 games. Yeah, they they failed in the playoffs, but that's what the fans want to see. It's a joke. This team is being complacent. That's the best word to describe this organization. They're just complacent. Yeah, like I get it. Hal's not his dad. I get it. He'll never be the boss. And you know, there was something to say about having uh, Joe Torrey and Joe Girardi for all those years without going back and forth, back and forth. But then, how can he say to the AP press today, "Hey, I think Aaron Boone's not the problem," or whatever the full statement was? It's a joke. And then now I get why Martino doesn't put the players' names in. He's got to protect the sources. But if you're a player in that clubhouse and you really feel like that, have some guts, put your name on it, and say it. Because guess what? You're not made out for this team. I know you'll probably talk about the Knicks later. If you look at it, at it the Knicks, when they're a below 500 team, if they're even close to that game, that crowd's going crazy. That's what New York fans are. We're passionate. Yeah, we'll boo you when you stink, but we'll cheer louder than everyone. Everyone's making such a big deal about the San Diego Padres uh, um, crowd beating the Dodgers. So, guess yeah. what? When the Yankees and the Mets and any New York team is doing well, we're 10 times that. Because we are the most passionate fans. I don't want to hear about Philly. I don't want to hear about any market. We care. And that's why we boo, because we care. We're all suckers. Right, they, right. if you don't like that. it, right, you don't like it, go play somewhere where nobody gives a crap, where nobody's going to be in the stands, or they cheer you when you strike out, or nobody's passionate about the result one way or another. Maybe that's what some of the players want. And to that point, that Brian Cashman's bringing in the wrong players. This is not new. This has been going on forever, long before you and I were around, DJ. Fans in New York are passionate. They boo. They complain. It's nothing new here. And I don't want to hear about how St. Louis is the best baseball town in all of America. Yeah, you know what? They, they, they were celebrating when they watched uh, their two best players in a generation walk off the field as losers when getting upset by the Phillies. That's a joke. They're a joke. We're real fans. I don't care. We're fanatics. That's what a fan is. We're fanatics. That's why we call up radio stations at mm-hmm. 3 o'clock, 2, 3 in the morning because we care, Sal. Right. I love the show, man. Have a good one. Thank you, DJ. I appreciate you checking in. No, I get it. I mean, look, it, complaining about the booze, come on, guys. Are you professional athletes or not? Or are you little, little Uyghurs? You little Uyghurs? We do you need a little pat on the back, little Uyghurs? Good job. You made contact. Good job. Can't even say that. The way the Yankees play, you can't even say, oh, you made contact, good job. Uh, it's it's such a tiring thing. Oh, the fans, they're too harsh, they're too negative. Guys, come on. It's sports. You're getting paid millions of dollars to deal with this stuff. You know the deal getting in. Ignore it. Ignore it. You don't have to worry about it. Deal with the media. It's just, it's just a game. Go play the game that you love. It's that big of a deal that you can't handle it? The booing? Good God. Bob is calling from Bayside. Hi, Bob. Sal, you're so off base, I don't know where to begin. With what? The Yankees were decimated with injuries. Do you think that Josh Donaldson would even be in the lineup if J.D. LeMayo was healthy? D.J. LeMayo? Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, I do. I think they love Josh Donaldson. He wouldn't be in the lineup. Well, why'd and they trade for him? They made, they, they made a mistake, and they started realizing it as the year went on. Number, they number did? Two, number two. They did. They wrote him into the ground. What do you mean they started realizing it? Josh Donaldson played all the time. I know they liked his defense. So where uh, was the mis- where was the mistake that they uh, they knew they made a mistake? I don't think he would have been in a lineup if Lemay was healthy because he started to prove that he he just couldn't he couldn't hit the the, the broad side of a barn. If and one more, if Benettoni was healthy, they'd have a leadoff hitter and they wouldn't keep shuffling the million guys in and out of left field. The whole team was desperate. They had the well, best bullpen if, if in Benet- baseball. If Benettoni, no, they didn't have the best bullpen in baseball. If Benettoni was healthy, who's playing shortstop? Well, either either the kid uh, uh, yeah. uh, Cabrera or yeah. uh, or IKF. Right, they but, still don't know. That's the point. You don't have a shortstop, right? That's one position. Uh, how was the catching position doing? 
It did good all year. It didn't uh, come up in the, in, the, in the playoffs. It wasn't good all year. It was good yeah. at the beginning of the year. Did nothing in the and, postseason. And don't tell me they didn't have a lights-out bullpen until three guys got injured. Oh, God. Number all right, Bob, my- Bob, you want to make injuries? Fine. I mean, I, I think that's pathetic and sad, especially from a Yankee fan. But if you want to make injury excuses, that's fine. They had five key injuries. You know who should be an embarrassment? You should call an embarrassment? The Mets who couldn't win one game. Well, we're not talking about the Mets. We're talking about the Yankees. Yeah, but you, you're using the word embarrassment. It's a little too strong. No, they they, they get swept. They the get swept. That was an embarrassment. They got swept. The Yankees destroyed three out of those four games were very close. Let me tell you something, Sal. Now, yeah. Oh, now we're going to get points for being close. Hey, you know what? I, the Yankees, they may have got swept, opinion, but they were close to the Astros. My opinion, boom, blew two of those games. Yankees uh, were close to the Astros. All's good. The Yankees were close to the Astros. Hey, Sal Atata Show here. The Yankees were close to the Astros. Yeah, yeah we got the, Go ahead, Fleeks. Let's hit it. Uh, you know what? I'm in a good mood here, Bob. And just for you, we're going to be able to do this because I'm so pumped up because you're right. I've been looking at this the wrong way with a negative way. So what that the Yankees got swept in four games? They were close. They were close. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. We were close to the Astros. Doesn't matter that we got swept. We were close. Oh, yeah, turn it up, please. Yeah, hilarious. Came close, just not enough. We're hanging tough. All right, Sal, let me say. Hey, Sal, at least that's a good song. What, what is that? What is that terrible song? Meet the Mets, Greek. Bob. Ba- you, your issue is you're hung up what's on the Mets. Song, Sal? What's a better song? Are you hung up on the Mets because you know they're going to spend more than the Yankees again this year? One other thing. And Why are you I'm hung up hang- on the Mets? We're talking about the Yankees. And seriously, all kidding aside, no, I'm are you about you're calling a team an embarrassment? The, the Mets were an embarrassment. They couldn't get one out of three at Atlanta, and they got one hit in seven innings against San Diego. And they still had a better record than the Yankees. All right. Uh, the Yankees destroyed every team in the American League except one. They they did not. They did not destroy Cleveland number one. The Yankees won fewer games than the Mets in a weaker division than the Mets did number two. The Yankees got swept out of the postseason number three. Should we go on? The Yankees had five key injuries that if those people were there in the playoffs, they would have won. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, sure. If you, hey, Bob, if you if you sleep well, I sleep well at night because of that. Then that's fine on you. I would not. I hate to say, you know, who the embarrassment was. Judge was an embarrassment. Oh well, now you're being harsh. You're calling a guy who had a, almost a, well, a triple crown year an embarrassment. You don't think if Judge hit the Yankees would have won a couple of those games? No, Judge needed. He had a horrible showing in the postseason, but I wouldn't say embarrassment. That's strong. Well, I mean. You're the one that comes up to with this word embarrassment. They are. Yes. The Yankees are embarrassing They're themselves. Embarrassing are you paying? Because one team in the American League no, is better than no. them. No, no. One team out of 16 teams Bob, is better than them, and you use the word embarrassment. The way they went out was an embarrassment in the postseason looking lifeless offensively. That's number one. Number two, the idea that they're going to complain about being booed and negativity and toxicity and talking about the wind, keeping a ball in and exit velo. Yes, I believe that that was an embarrassment. Now, if you, as a diehard, lifelong Yankee fan, accept these Yankees and are happy with that, that that's fine. That's no, your Sal, prerogative. Sal, you're right. There are a lot of holes in this team. But if you had Benetani and LeMayo in there, you wouldn't have as many holes. I would and hope it would have helped, yeah, to have those guys back. Problem is they weren't there. So if doesn't work here. They needed them there. If Starling Marte was there, fully healthy for the Brave Series, maybe they actually win a game and win the division the Mets. So, what about Houston, who lost Michael Brantley? Was anybody making excuses for them, or they just had the next guy come All in? All right, Houston's got a very good team. The Yankees are better than 14 other teams in there. Right, so if you want to hang a banner for that, then go be, go do it. And thank you for the call, Bob, as always. I do genuinely enjoy Bob's calls. Although, I don't know why, if you want to call and talk about the Met, the Yankees, you keep referencing the Mets. The Mets have nothing to do with this. We're talking about the Yankees today. Again, as we've been talking about them for this week, if you don't think the Yankees were an embarrassment in that series against the Astros in the postseason yet again, I don't know what to tell you. I don't think it's too harsh. I believe they were an embarrassment. The way they got swept out, the excuses, the talk. This is the Yankees we're talking about. Were the Yankees an embarrassment in 1997 when they lost with Mariano Rivera blowing it to Sandy Alomar Jr. and the then Cleveland Indians? No. They just got beat. Were they an embarrassment in 2001 or 2003? No. They just got beat. Getting swept in the fashion that it happened, they were an embarrassment. The whole series.
Now, the whole year wasn't an embarrassment, but the whole year wasn't very good either. Matter of fact, for the second straight season, the Yankees didn't have a great regular season, which is rare. Normally, they have a great regular season and fall off in the playoffs. Last year, bad regular season. And when I say bad, it's relative to the Yankees. Not bad in comparison to the Pirates or the Athletics or the Orioles. It's in comparison to the Yankees and their expectations. Last year, they had a bad regular season, barely made the playoffs, or one and done. Unacceptable. Made no changes. I mean, made no changes with general manager with Aaron Boone, obviously. They brought him back. And the moves they made were incremental changes. They didn't go get a big shortstop. They got Connor Falefa. Josh Donaldson was their big move. That was the big change. That's not a Yankee move. That's a bronze bombers move. That's a previous ownership Mets move. That's a Brody Van Wagenen move. And then the Yankees this year started out great. Everybody got sucked in. 98 Yankees this, thinking they're historic that. How many wins are they going to end up with? And then they fell off. I'd rather have it consistent so you know what they are. Can't play like the 98 Yanks one year and then the 2008 Yanks the next or the next month. One month, 98 Yanks. Next month, 2008 Yanks. And that's what happened with this team. So you could look at it and say, yeah, they won the division. They won 99 games. I think that's an aberration. Matter of fact, the comp that I would have would be the Giants under Ben McAdoofus when they won that division the last time they were in the playoffs. When they won that division and were, what, 11-5 and five that year and everybody was getting pumped up thinking that they were going to be a good team. They were not. They played over their heads. And by the way, about this Yankee team, What's their strength exactly? What would you say the Yankees' identity is? This New York Yankee 2022 team, what was their identity? They have a great starting rotation? Is it the great bullpen? Was it the great lineup? I don't believe they had one. I think at times it was the rotation. At times, it was the offense, mainly Aaron Judge. I mean, that would be their identity, Aaron Judge. What was the Yankees' strength in 2022? 99. If you are happy with this Yankees year, good for you. I have higher expectations, and I think most people in this town do. That's why Yankee fans are angry. Your official station to talk Jets. The Fan, 1019 FM and always live on the free Odyssey app. Download it today. Sal back on The Fan. You know how many times the Mets have embarrassed me as a fan over the years? Countless times. And I'm sure wherever I was, whether it's on TV or on the radio, you know, I would say, oh, it's embarrassing. Even this year, even in a 100-win year, getting sw- matter of fact, go back and check the Twitter, unless I deleted it by now. It's embarrassing getting swept by the Braves. That was embarrassing. Why can't the Yankee fan, and I know a lot of you do, but why can't Bob in particular in this case admit that it was embarrassing the way that the season ended? Again to the Astros. Remember, the Yankee fans were chanting, we want Houston. We want Houston. Oh, man. Well, you got him. And you got swept away. You don't think that's embarrassing? And that wasn't the Yankees fans' fault. That's the Yankees' fault. Oh, why are they so angry? Because you're getting owned by the Astros. You get Pedro Martinez going on national TV saying, Hey, Yankee fans, who's your daddy? That's embarrassing. Martin Maldonado saying they wanted Houston. They got Houston. If you're not associated with the Yankees, or if you are, excuse me, if you are associated with the Yankees and you're not embarrassed, I mean, that's a problem. Chris is in Beacon. Chris? So, uh, between the um, 
the Yankee players and the Yankee fans. I don't know who sweeps. I mean, weeps more. <laughs> These babies. Okay, look. Baseball is over. We're supposed to be talking about how great these two New York football teams are, how good this New York basketball team is, and how so-so this New Jersey basketball team is. All right? We're not supposed to be wasting our time on these babies right now, whining and crying, uh, can't handle New York, getting booed. You know, look at, look at Scherzer. Gets booed off the mound, admits that, you know, he deserved it. Look at Randall last year. Couldn't play after getting booed. Great, you know, great I, comparison I, with Scherzer, though, because that just happened recently. Scherzer was a guy who Met fans embraced. And you know what? One bad game in the wild card game, you're getting booed off the mound. He admitted he deserved it. And with the yeah. Yankees, they're going to their agents. Oh, I can't play here. It's too tough. Yeah. And now, I, I now there have been plenty of Mets, I'm sure, who don't like it either. But Scherzer's a good example of a guy who gets it. Yeah. But who, whoever is in there crying about this, I, I, I talked to Fleet. He said he was there. He didn't hear too much about Judge getting booed, but I heard the players are saying that they couldn't believe that Judge got booed after the year he was having. It doesn't matter after the year you were having. When you go to Houston and you get you you strike out thirty times, then you come back to your stadium and you basically you get shut out. And I think they had one hit. You're going to get booed. It, 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 Judge they, did not do his job in the postseason. However, the boos for him came way too soon after the historic season. I judge to me as somebody who you could be disappointed, you could be frustrated and angry. You cannot boo Aaron Judge after during this after the year that he had. At any point, you can't boo Aaron Judge, and especially early on in the postseason. Yeah, but look at look at 2017 when they played Houston and they lost those first two games. When they came up here, they won those three straight. But they were saying that the the Houston players were terrified by how loud the stadium was, mm-hmm. and this team that team fed off that. Right. You know, they need, That's they need exactly. to have like a Brett Gardner back in. Because Brett Gardner was a tough player. He didn't care about, you know, you need, you need those tough players in there. You know what, Chris? They- you make an excellent point that I was going to bring up before. And thank you for the call. As always, I appreciate you checking in. I want to get to another call before we get to the top. You make an excellent point that I thought about before. The Yankee crowd is always loud, whether it's booing, cheering, getting on opponents, whatever it may be. It's always into the game, especially in the postseason. And it used to be a place that would intimidate the opponent. And instead, they're now intimidating the Yankees themselves because their team can't handle it. The Astros thrive in it. You know why? Because they know they're better. Back then, the Yankees were the better team. And now the crowd... Is working against them? Wow. Think about that for a second. A crowd that was a great advantage so many times in the postseason during the 90s, again in the 2000s. So many times. Even New Yankee Stadium. Not the same, of course, but even New Yankee Stadium. A place where opponents would come and be intimidated. Matter of fact, I even felt like Cleveland was. To a certain extent. Intimidated by the Yankees. And their crowd. And now it's the players who have a problem with it. Ooh, it's tough. That was unlike anything I've ever experienced before. That was harsh. Unusually brutal experience. Isaac is calling from Brooklyn, New York. What's up, Isaac? Yeah, he's South Thanks for taking a call. I know it's late. You know, you're running on the 3 o'clock, but I just want to make a point. I'm- you know, want to be a little bit of a longer one, but I'll make it quick. I think that when um, Aaron Boone, you know, they said he's going to stay today. Um, I think that really, like, got my point. I don't know if you guys, all the hosts or everybody in the station saying it, but I think everybody's beating around the bush is that everything comes down to Hal. Let's say Hal gives him whatever the number is. But when it comes to big contracts, Hal looks at the eye like a $400 million deal. He holds back a little bit. So he says, here, do what you want, Cashman. We only have, you know, players whatever you want under, you know, those $400 million, $300 million players. So he puts out whatever team he wants together, and whether they're good or not to win, how's fine with that? And Boone just plays around with whatever players he has. And Aaron Boone doesn't have, you know, any much of a say in it. And then neither does Cashman. That's why Hal keeps them both around, because Hal doesn't care. Because Cashman's doing whatever he wants. And Boone just, you know, playing around with the cards he has. So that's why Hal keeps on bringing them two back, because so what? Give whatever numbers you want, that Boone should be gone and Cashman should be gone. 
But at the end of the day, it's all coming up to hell, and he knows that they're his puppets, and he's going to do it. All right, right but there's two, there's two ways to look at it, though, Isaac, right? Now, we all agree. Well, I shouldn't say we all agree. Well, Sal, do you not agree that they should bring back Aaron, um, Aaron Judge on, a, on whatever deal he wants? Well, how's coming down to make that decision? He's probably going to say no. You got to yes. be careful about when you. What if he says he wants? What if he says he wants four hundred million? You're going to go to four hundred million? Well, if, I know it's not the old Yankees, but that's what I'm saying. It is how's probably because yes, he's a homegrown Yankee. Put up right, but I think but one of two things has to happen here. Either a Hal says Cashman and Boone are my guys. The team is not good enough. We need to spend way more than anybody else does the way that we used to operate to get this team better. That's number one. Or well, stop, I'm just saying it's a small contract. He doesn't care about it. It's the 18 million to Chapman, the 29 to Donald. I get it, but I'm saying a huge contract. The other That's point though, I get it. The other point though, Isaac, and thank you for the call. So the first step is he, lo- he, he wants to go out there and spend big. Or the other step is he says, Hey, we're spending enough. We're third in payroll. We spend a ton. You guys haven't been able to get the job done. Let me see if I can find somebody else with a little bit of a different vision that can under this payroll. You cannot have them back and the payroll and the spending be the same. One, I mean, and expect different results. Let me tag it with that. You can't bring Cashman and Boone back and say that, well, our spending is, this is what we're going to do. We're not going to be blowing the Mets and the Dodgers out of the water. We're going to be right there with them. Maybe a little bit less than them, but we'll be right around there. If all those things happen again next year, then how are they getting better? The answer is they're not. But if you get somebody with a new vision, maybe he could make this particular payroll work. That's something that they haven't had a chance to find out because Brian Cashman's been here forever. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.